Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're reviewing The Amazing Spider-Man. Like most people, after watching No Way Home, I wanted to go back and revisit the older Spider-Man films. So I already watched the first film of the original Spider-Man. Many people also wanting to see a sequel to the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And I don't think many people remember these movies that well if they're really wanting a sequel to them. This movie is the worst first film of all the Spider-Man movies. It's not even close, in my opinion, to the other ones. The other two, I should say. Andrew Garfield isn't bad in this movie. He, he's not the bad part. The bad part of this movie is the writing. It's awful. For one, Peter Parker is too cool. He's good looking, he dresses like a popular kid, people like him, and really enjoy his photography. He's just too cool. Like, he's like the titular, like, skater boy. Like, I know the Avril Lavigne song, but like, he's like the titular cool guy that's like, all the girls are like, but he's so cute. Like, it, that's not Peter Parker. Now, one of the main things I love about the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire is how goofy he is. They, there's very much a big focus on the goofiness of Peter Parker, and that's why no one would suspect, suspect him to be Spider-Man. And they very much flipped that around for this one. And I don't know if they were just trying not to do that, trying not to have him be too much like Toby, but it really doesn't make any sense for the character. He's supposed to be a geeky nerd that everyone just kind of picks on, like, oh, you little bitch, and then, like, you know, he ends up being Spider-Man. That's what makes him why he's a hero. It's like he, he had that background, so he knows what it's like to be the little guy. So he sticks up for the little guy. And watching this whole thing, and it kind of makes sense of why he acts a certain way in this movie. Because he is an asshole for the first half of this movie, which is a huge problem. Now, there's a part in the original, it's Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. It's because I watched both of these films like back to back, which is why I'm using the first, that one as a heavy con comparison, was like a base note for this one, because it was the first one. So, there's a scene, obviously, when Uncle Ben dies and he tracks down, you know, the guy that kills him, or he thinks is the guy that kills him. And he, like, faces him and he beats him up and the guy falls to his death. Unintentionally, but it still happened. But Peter takes it upon himself as his fault that he died. Now, right there, that's where he stopped and he realized that, you know, great, he, he realized what his uncle was saying, with great power comes great responsibility. And he uses that to, to his full potential. And he really takes his Uncle Ben's heart, uh, words to heart. But in this movie, he's a complete dick with his powers up until Gwen's dad gives him shit, really. It's really, uh, I don't know, like, I'll, give, so I'll say why he's an asshole. So, and he's super selfish in this movie, which is also really hard for me to want to watch in a first Spider-Man movie. So, there, after his Uncle Ben gets killed by a robber, um, that, that helped him, that, that stole a chocolate milk for him. So he had this tattoo of long blonde hair and he killed him. So for the first half of the movie, Peter is just walking around New York, kicking the shit out of anyone who fits that description. And I don't just mean like, oh, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna web you and then like, you know, find out who you are. No, he's like beating the shit out of these people before he even finds out if that's the guy, he's just beating the fuck out of anyone that has a description. And I'm like, this is not what Spider-Man would do. Not at all. 
Or how about the fact when, you know, he shows up and the cops show up to one of his arrests and he's like, hey guys, you know, I did, I like, look what I did for you. And he's like, uh, you're a vigilante, I'm, you're under arrest. And he's like, what, are you kidding me? I did like 80% of your job. And he like hits the cop, takes his gun away and starts like basically mocking the police. And I'm like, I don't, that never happened. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like this. And he's just, he's also a dick to his Aunt May. Like, he's not even there for her after Uncle Ben dies. Like, there's no words of comfort, nothing. In fact, he only causes problems, which I understand he's a teenager, and I do appreciate that he's an actual teenager in this movie, unlike the other one. But still, it's like, really? This is, this is the Peter Parker we're all supposed to think is this sweet, sensitive, good guy? And he's just a prick for the majority of the time we see him? It doesn't work. However, my favorite part of this movie is Gwen Stacy. I actually really enjoy Emma Stone in this movie. Uh, she is useful, intelligent, understanding. I really like this character. Uh, my favorite, I will say my favorite uh, love interest for Spider-Man is Black Cat, just because, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the darker women, but um, yeah, I enjoy her a whole lot more than Mary Jane in this, in, than in the previous film. I think she, you know, is quite helpful. I like how she's intelligent and she can actually hold her own. She actually does important things in the script other than just scream, I was kidnapped. So I like that a whole lot better. The other part of this movie I enjoy is the spider-like movements. He acts much more like a spider than the other two Spider-Men. Now, I'll give you an example of why I say that. So there's a scene where he's fighting the lizard and he's like wrapping up in like a cocoon web and you see him like the way he's crawling around him like up and down. He was, he's, he's like trapping him like a spider would when he's trapping his, his prey. So, yeah, I really enjoy those little detail stuff where, like, he'll make webs and, like, he'll sit on them and waiting for stuff. I, yeah, I think that's, I, I, I like that little, little details like that. And, of course, I do prefer the more comic book accurate, like, the web shooters instead of him making organic webs. I do prefer web, the web shooters over that. Now, one of the most important things when establishing a superhero franchise are the villains. And they shot themselves in the foot right away with the villain. The Lizard is not a villain to kick off the story. He would be a good villain in the next film as a secondary villain. Plus, this version is very boring. He doesn't bring anything interesting. He just ends up being a basic villain just for someone for the hero to overcome. Now, Dr. Connors. I actually, uh, for a quick tidbit about me, I actually own the Lizard's first appearance in the comics. Um, but here's the thing. Dr. Connors, part of the reason why it's the Lizard is important in Spider-Man is because Peter and Dr. Connors are close in the comics. He's, he's one of the main allies for Spider-Man when it comes to like villains and other science things, like when, like when Venom shows up and stuff like that. And here's the thing, there's no established relationship really between these two characters other than the fact that Dr. Kurt Connors worked with his father. Um, okay, it's, I don't really feel any emotional ties to this character. I don't feel any emotions when Peter and him are fighting, there should be some like, oh no, this was a, a mentor of mine, and now I have to take him down. There's, they didn't use any of that. Now, I'm not saying you have to do Green Goblin again, or, you know, one of the villains you've already done in the previous three films with Toby, but I think the Lizard was probably one of the worst choices to pick on the first film. I don't, I don't mind them using the Lizard. In fact, I do enjoy the Lizard, but just not the way they used him. Also, another integral part of the story, which they kind of just forget, Aunt May doesn't really play a part in this movie. She's just kind of left at the sidelines, most of the focus being on Uncle Ben, which is fine, but half the movie, Uncle Ben's not in it. And Aunt May doesn't really do anything in this movie except for like the occasional, like, no, you're a good guy, Peter. I love you, Peter. 
like you can trust me peter like just random stuff like that but it's only she maybe i, I think you only see her for like maybe 15 minutes in this movie in a movie that's two two hours and 15 minutes a spider-man movie the first one where he's raised by this woman you only really see her for about 15 minutes and that's a problem because <laughs> she's a huge part of spider-man I mean, in fact, there's a comic, it's not, it's definitely a, a disliked comic, but her important, importancy to him is, you know, when she dies, he goes to Mephisto, Mephisto's like, all right, I can bring back Aunt May, but you won't be able to be with uh, Mary Jane anymore, you'll be divorced, you won't remember any of the relationship, all shit like that, and he's like, deal, but she gets nothing in this. Also, I kind of wish, so I understand they don't want to copy the first one, even though they kind of do it in a lot of ways, like, the lizard talks a lot like Green Goblin, like Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Like there's a scene where there's a lizard voice and a Kurt Connors voice. And I'm like, I don't remember any comic where the lizard has like two voices like Venom or Green Goblin. And it's very obvious what they were trying to do, have that similar like, you know, where he's, oh, I'm not a bad guy. Nah, I'm, I'm the bad guy voice, similar to like that Venom or Two-Face, I guess. But yeah, it, it's just dumb. But I would have liked to have, you know, some some resemblance of like with great power comes great responsibility moment with Uncle Ben. You'd never get that. He, he, there's a voicemail he leaves where he's like, you know, I get how you're feeling. I, I felt that like as, as most young men do. Um, I love you and you're my hero. And I'm like, oh, okay, but it's not really like an integral speech that's gonna like last forever that's just like a really i mean i'm not gonna say what he said isn't nice or it's not important but really that's 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 the speech you're gonna be like oh this is gonna define spider-man's moral code okay i don't know i just don't buy it now don't get me wrong i don't hate this movie and i know it sounds like i've been shitting on it for the past 10 minutes but it's not awful it's not good don't get me wrong it's definitely one of the weakest movies for Spider-Man you can watch out there. Uh, it's not the worst one. The worst one, in my opinion, is a close tie between Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2. So, I'm going to give this movie a 5 out of 10. I think it's an average movie. I think if you can, if you compare it to Homecoming, Spider-Man, this one really drops the ball compared to those two. Maybe if this was the first Spider-Man movie... Like the very first, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel as poorly about it, but it's it's definitely not a not a good Spider-Man movie. So I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I actually have reviewed Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, so if you want to check that out, I highly appreciate it. Also, I review all kinds of other shit, so if you want to check that out as well, also appreciate it. And please, 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 hope you have a good fucking day. You know, try and keep yourself up. Do something fun. Do something for you. So thank you, and please. Stay tuned for our words from our sponsors from Viking Fitness. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left 
better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.